nice disclaimer for everybody is that some of these songs will not be on the podcast because they are legally uh, going to sue us if we put them on the podcast. That would be bad. Here we go. It is good to praise the Lord and sing music to your name. This one is your love and faithfulness. In your song we will proclaim. I'm glad it what your hands have done. Your deeds they bring me joy. Evil doers and wicked ones will forever be destroyed. Almost high I am planted in your house. I'll flourish in the doing today good just good not great tell me why carter 
Or are you great? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been a pretty nice day. It has been a really nice day out. It has. I think it has been a beautiful day. Um, if you guys can't tell, because I'm not wearing any uh, shoes, I got some uh, dirt on my, my pants. I went and took a hike today with my wife, and I got a teeny tiny bit of mud on my sandals. Little bit. Chacos. You wearing chacos. your chacos today? I don't know if you guys know about chacos. They rule. I, I got a little tiny bit of mud on them. And so I was like, all right, cool. And I went and stuck my foot in a little puddle to clean my foot. And the entire leg went into this like little creek. I don't know if you guys know what Camp Catalpa is. You know Camp Catalpa behind Lake Reba? Anyway, it's awesome. They made it into like a hiking trail, but then it was covered in mud, and I got up to my ankles, and then I was like, you know what? No, isn't it like a bird sanctuary or something over there? Once, maybe, but now it is a frisbee golf, hike trail, muddy slosh fest. I still think that it's for the birds. (laughs) They know what that is, because... That's a cool scene. Um, so <laughs> the song we just did is called Flourish, and it is a sum up of our podcast in a way. So if you're familiar with Psalm 92, which we're about to read, um, you will be able to hear some of the lyrics in that song. But first, Zach. Yeah. Who are you again? I'm Zach. And I'm Colin. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the House Plants Podcast. Podcast. I didn't know if we were going to actually do this or not. Well, we're doing well, we're it. We're here and we're doing it. I asked you. And because we're here, and because we are Zach and Colin, and because yep. we're the House Plants Podcast, we're here to talk about music, media, and the mission of Jesus. And much more, especially All since we have a few guests tonight. This is our first um, live audience podcast, even though it's not yeah. actually live, live, like on the internet. That's right. So it's live... But Recorded later. Recorded in front of a live audience. Yeah. We're starting small. It's like our, a sitcom. Our audience is like five or six people, but it's cool, though. <laughs> all right, so, Zach, do you Thank care? you all for coming. I know, I'm teasing. Yeah. I'm teasing you guys. Um, can I read you guys Psalm 92? Is that okay? Yeah. All right, cool. Psalm 92. So the song's title is Flourish, and you'll get to kind of see what that that's all about in a sec. It is good to praise the Lord. Sound familiar? And make music to your name almost high, to proclaim your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night, to the music of the ten-stringed lyre, in our case, six-string guitar, and the melody of the harp, which we don't have. For you make glad by your deeds, O Lord. You make me glad by your deeds, and I sing for joy at the work of your hands. How great are your works, O Lord. How profound your thoughts. The senseless man does not understand. Fools do not understand. That though the wicked spring up like grass or weeds... Trust me, it says weeds. And all evildoers flourish. They will be forever destroyed. But you, O Lord, are exalted forever. For surely your enemies, O Lord, surely your enemies will perish. All evildoers will be scattered. You have exalted my horn like that of a wild ox. Fine oils have been poured upon me. My eyes have seen the defeat of my adversaries or foes. My ears have heard the rout of my wicked foes. It said foes at that time. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green, proclaiming the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no wickedness in him. Boom. Yeah. Okay. I know I I threw that at you pretty quick. (laughs) So... Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So what do you guys think of when you hear the term planted in the house of the Lord? What does that make you guys think about? I'm going to call on you if you guys don't answer. 
Be prepared. <laughs> All right, Catherine. <laughs> Grab that mic. Grab that mic, Catherine, please. <coughs> We just, all we want is for you to say to the best of your ability <laughs> what you think planted in the house of the Lord means in that song. What do you think? That he puts you in a certain house for a reason and you're kind of just there for a certain reason that he has a plan for you in that household. I like it. All right, pass it down. I want to hear from everybody. I like this idea of you passing it. Carter, go. What's yeah, that up? That was actually pretty much what I was thinking about. You know, mm -hmm. you have like a specific meaning or reason wherever you're playing or whatever. All right, Noel, come on. Um, well, I wasn't thinking anything like that. I was thinking maybe like, uh, I don't know, like same planted. So he's putting you in the ground and you're going to you know, flourish and grow. Yeah. yeah. All right, Lena, come Good on. Stuff. Pass it on down. We're, we're, you guys are our panel right now. You're our guests. So go ahead. What's up, Lena? Um, planted in the house of the Lord, and you'll flourish and you'll grow. What do you think? Me, planted in the house of the Lord, I think about he puts you there, and then you're going to grow in the image that he wants you to grow in. So. I like it. You can drop the mic softly, but let's pretend that you dropped it like super drop. awesome. Like, boom. So drop that mic. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so to go into any detail at all about what the Houseplants podcast is, um, you've basically described it. You you guys are all houseplants in a way in that you are planted in the house of the Lord. That's what the play on words is. So hopefully by the end of the night, we'll, we'll get that kind of uh, drilled in a little bit that what we're all about is planting seeds and, and, and kind of reaching out all across uh, to different guests and finding out about different parts of the body and, and, and discussing with them what it means to be like planted, like yeah. what it means to be um, in God's house, basically. Yeah. And I mean, if you listen to the words of the psalm, you know, it talks about all the ways that um, he will help us grow. Right. I mean, for a plant to really do well, it's got to have soil, uh, sunlight, water, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you guys know about that. And I think there's a reason why that image is what that psalm, and there's actually other psalms that say kind of the same thing. Um, yes, there is. Psalm 1 talks about being planted near a river and growing strong. And yeah, but it's God providing all the things that we need if we are planted in him. So that's what we want to be about, and that's kind of what the message of our podcast is about. And, of course, we want to have fun with it too. Yeah. Um, but we want to talk to people, um, just all different types of people who are part of the body, and just kind of hear about like <laughs> – what they're experiencing. So. so let me, let me ask this since we're talking about being planted and you guys are youth. Um, uh, I assume you're all in high school. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let me ask you this. Is it weird being a Christian in 2019 in high school? Definitely. What's weird about it? Uh, somebody grab, grab the mic. Have Noel talk about it. What's no. weird about being no. a Christian? No, 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 I'm sorry. Very, very sorry. Yeah. Well, um, What's weird about it? Well, it's just because not a lot of other people in your school or in your class are Christian, and it's kind of uh, not something that you see as much anymore. And, you know, with my family and everything, we're all we're all Christian. And I have some Christian friends, too. And I have, It probably know. helps that you have Christian friends, mm -hmm. I would think. Because, yeah. like, if you were alone, if you were the only Christian in the school, 
no, you no, probably no. wouldn't want to be a Christian anymore. I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, being a person who is 15, 16 years old, I, I moved here from Florida to uh, Kentucky is basically like moving from China to Russia yeah. and just like not knowing anything. And so when I got here, I wasn't a Christian. And uh, it was like there was at least two or three Christians in my school. Had there not have been, it would have been a different story. Right, yeah. Same thing, like, um, there were a couple Christians at my high school, but it was probably not most. Um, actually, like, one of my biggest influences, like, early on before I really met Jesus was um, this teacher. He was, like, actually our video teacher. And so, like, we would go into his classroom, and he'd have, like, all these cameras and, like, editing computers and stuff out. And he taught us, like, the editing and, like, videography skills and stuff. And he was just always, like, a... A good example, like if you were stressed out or something, you know, dealing with anxiety or, or whatever, um, like you could always, like everybody could talk to him, you know, and you could just tell that like he had something that like, you know, not everybody had because he just had that, I, I don't know, it was like the power of God in him to be able to like talk to people. It was like a comforting presence, you know. Has has anybody here, not trying to to, to put anybody on the spot, but has anybody here ever had a Christian conversation in high school before? Not in church. Like, no, I'm not talking like youth group, like in your school. All right, somebody tell me about it. Carter or Catherine or whoever. I guess I'll go. Uh, but yeah, um, I've, you know, had some conversations, you know, about religion and everything. You know, most of the time it's not, uh, it's just not really... And I wish it was more comfortable, but sometimes it can get a little uncomfortable. It's not comfortable. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's, it's not. So we're weird. we're in a we're in a weird time. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I'm not I'm not old by any stretch of the imagination, but for the 31 years I've been on this earth, like the culture of America has completely flipped, and so it's. I mean, and it wouldn't have been any less weird, I wouldn't think, in the 90s or in the 2000s when I was in high school, but uh, it's. I think it is exponentially more weird. Yeah. Catherine, what were you going to say about, uh, is it, have you ever had a conversation? Um, yeah, I have had multiple conversations because it's like at my school, since it's so big, there, there aren't, there's a good amount of Christians, I'd say, but there's not like a ton of Christians mm. there. And just uh, my friend group, they all know that I'm like a really good Christian. So whenever they like need help or anything, they'll, some of my friends will text me and be like, hey, could you pray for this? Like they're not big Christians, but they know that I pray for stuff. So would be like, could yeah. you just like, ask someone to pray for this or something like that. And then I've had other friends that, like, they aren't Christians, but they'll come up to me and they'll just, like, ask me a question. They're like, how do you do it? How do you believe in something that you can't see, you can't touch? And, like, Ooh, I'll just, like, yeah. sit and we'll just talk about it. And then, like, teachers will start class and everything. But then they'll, like, call me there or something. And we'll just, I've done that with a good amount of people that just ask me about how I can do it and that kind of stuff. So, All right. Very, so, so hold on to that mic. I have a follow-up question for you, if you don't mind. Um, So you... So you are, like, in your friend circle, the only Christian? Like, or at least in that group you were talking about, would you say? Me and then one other girl are pretty much the only other Christians in the, my friend circle. How does that feel to be a person that represents that and then people come to you as a result? How does that feel? I, I think it feels pretty cool. I, f- I yeah. really like it when my friends, like, if something happened, they'll text me and be like, can you pray for this or something like that? Because it's like they see me as someone that can comfort them or mm. help them in some time yeah. that they need it. So I had a, That's so cool. I had an old friend from Florida 
um, and he had a disease his entire life. But whenever I was hanging with him, yeah, that's fine. You can just lay it. Um, I was in Boy Scouts with him, and he was like five years older than I was, but was shorter and smaller than I was because of his disease and seemed like a little young, like he looked younger and it was part of his, his sickness. So I hadn't talked to him. I moved to Kentucky. The mom calls my mom and said, Colin is the only Christian I know. Hmm. What do I do? Because she found out that I, uh, that he was dying. He was like finally in like a later stage and he needed a uh, transplant and he was not on the transplant list because he wasn't a priority because he was so sick. Do you guys understand how that works? Yeah. The sicker you are, the more, the less likely you are to get a, uh, an organ because of the risk factor of like who needs it the most. And so a person on a motorcycle who was the same age died and became available to give the exact organ. Okay. And the mom calls my mom and says, I need to talk to Colin or I need to get a, uh, ask Colin a question. How do I reconcile the idea that I prayed that my son get an organ and then somebody died that night to give him an organ? How old were you when this happened? It was like four years ago. Oh, okay. No, no, no. This was, this, this was four <laughs> years ago. Okay. I had been established Christian at that point. So it was an old friend that called you up. So I, yeah. yeah. So like all these years later, I hadn't talked to her yeah. or anything. And so... Um, <laughs> I, I didn't know what to say, but I just felt so floored that all those years later, that person thought that I was someone that she could call on and be like, I don't know what to do. I better call a, a Christian because I can't reconcile this prayer about like somebody dying to help my son live. How do I reconcile all that? Yeah. And what I was what I'm getting at is as a Christian in a in a 2019 and you guys are like of that age. You have people all around you that are trying to make sense of a world that doesn't make sense. And it will. It won't make yeah. sense. And the more you think you know, the more you think you learn as you get to college, you'll realize you don't know anything. I promise you. You'll think you do. <laughs> you think you'll be like, oh, I'm a genius. I took some astronomy class. I'm good. But uh, you'll realize that you know less and less and less. Yeah. And so what's crazy is you'll have people come to you and say, uh, my grandma is like on death's door and she asked for me to pray for her and I don't know how to do it. And yeah. it's just... Anyway, this is a long tangent. I'm I think that's on. just something that like we're called to do. I mean, I think Lena, you said something about God making you into his image. And so, um, you know, if we are image bearers, you know, that means that we are like these little people are supposed to like look and talk and, and act like Christ. And I think that it, sometimes when, when the chips are down, I think that people um, might realize somewhere in the back of their head that they need, someone like Jesus to like reach out to them. And so sometimes we just got to be like prepared to be there. Right. Is that fair to say? Yeah, we do. Do you guys want to worship a little bit? You don't have to stand up or anything, but we're going to do worship just songs because we're, we're in the mood to worship. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys uh, sing worship normally? I assume you come on Sunday morning. All right, cool. Um, so we, we, I guess our first one is going to be this crazy mashup. We do. do you want to save that one for the end? Let's save the one for the end. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So do you guys, do you guys know, uh, let's see. I got some hymns and stuff. I stand amazed. Pick somebody pick. Does anybody know any of these things? Love it. Zach, you you stay there. I'll, you know what? No, I'll go down too. You know what we're doing right now? You know what this is called? Tuning. It's called drop D tuning. Oh yeah. Is anybody here a musician at all? Lena? I know you're trying to get in choir or something, right? Yeah. Do you sing? Yeah. Do you play any instrument? No. 
What about you? Um, I play the flute. You, you, nice. my wife plays the flute. No. Ooh. <laughs> oh, breaking down barriers. See that? We're already a community. Mm -hmm. about being a part of that. Um, so I hate to keep drilling you guys with questions, but since you guys are being such good uh, participants, 
Um, let me ask you, anybody wants to answer this question, it's fine. What do you want to do when you, you're already grown, let's be real. You're officially close to enough to adults yeah. to have like a start of your career. What do you want to do? What's uh, your job, uh, dream job? Yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, um, me, I'm, I'm an artist, so I was thinking about drawing some stuff for maybe Marvel or Disney, oh something like that. Oh, my goodness. My yeah. wife is also an artist. She did our logo. I will tell you that it's a hard road, but it's also very rewarding if you can meet the right people. I say mm -hmm. never give up on it, even like the most minuscule like yeah. job thing, yeah. because um, there's plenty of people that tried to play it safe and still didn't get, yeah. still didn't get the job they wanted. So there you go. All right, what about you, Noel? Well, uh, you know, I really don't know what I want to do whenever I get older. It's, I have an idea, maybe something in the medical field, but yeah, I don't even know if I want to go to college or not. So just gotta, I gotta see. We gotta, we I we like. got. Kind I think, yeah, weird. I still think that it's a perfectly good, valid option not to go to college. If you know what you want and you don't need it, not every career field needs it, to be honest. The 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 thing I'll say is um, one good place to start with college is to like already like have everything figured out. And if you don't, <laughs> if you don't, which can never really happen. But like what I'm saying is like, for example, if somebody's like, I know that the nursing degree will gain me like, or hopefully gain me a job. Yeah. And then you just like go for that and you like stick with it. That's one thing. But if you go in and you're like, oh, I'll just figure it out. A lot of times you just kind of get like, yeah, yeah, swept away in the college life and you, you know, and it's a lot of money and a lot of loans. Yeah. If you decide to go that route, I changed so. my degree three times before I decided yeah. on broadcasting. Yeah. And, uh, I'll tell you, it's right. uh, so I'm not saying that that's not a valid option, but I am saying that there is good things in college, especially because, um, learning about anything is good. Like being, being, having any kind of wisdom in a field is great. So, but yeah, I understand your point. I uh, think, I think the good, the cool thing about college is like, it exposes you to a lot of different like things that you can like experience. You can take like different classes and like kind of try different stuff out. But I would say like, you know, when you are in college, it's important to like try and make those connections so that you're like thinking about like, where am I going to go next? Like maybe I know such and such people at such and such place who have such and such job out there to start thinking about those. When I, when I first, that's got what I kind of wish I had done more. Yeah. A little bit. When I first got into school, this is what I did. I'm not kidding. I was a classical guitar major who did this. I hope that's public domain classical. It's a 1600s uh, song. I think it's Brahms or something. And so I was like, oh, I want to be an awesome guitar player. That's all like that I really want to do. And I was only thinking about like, oh, how great I'll be a guitar and I'll join a band. And then I saw my future one time. A guy came and he like played it like a, like he just sat in a chair with like a spotlight on him and played some music. And I was like, it's like nobody here. This is just like from, you know, he's like a professor guy. I remember thinking like, is this, is this what I want to do? And then I was like stuck. You know what I'm saying? I thought that this was it. And then I, you know, anyway, that's yeah. a longer story. Well, if, if we have time, well, I'll talk more about testimonial stuff, yeah. but, um, but I, I'm saying that that is a, a, a tough question to answer. So I'm glad that you're struggling with it. And you're not just, but anyway, Catherine, what do you got? What do you want to do? 
realistically, yeah. I um, <laughs> I've always since I was like probably nine or ten, I've wanted to be a nurse and then be a midwife, go to nursing okay. school and then do just normal nursing for a couple of years. Or I even talked to my mom about doing missionaries for but going to nursing school first so that I can help more people as a nurse as a missionary because yeah. mm-hmm. that just helps more people overall if you're a nurse so to help people and then coming back that's just like I don't know it just depends on where my life takes me but I really want to be a midwife have you been on a mission trip I'm going to Haiti this summer okay Whoa. first time and you're going to yeah oh awesome yeah you, you guys, guys will love it yeah um, yeah, they do a lot of um, a lot of like missional medical kind of stuff down there in in Ronkeet. Um, so if you get yeah, if you guys get a chance, um, check out the clinic and stuff that's down there. Especially if you're looking at you can move that uh, sure if you want me. You can just throw sure. it somewhere. Thanks, bud. All right, so Lena. Um. Also, for a really long time, I've wanted to be a singer. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you something, straight up. Are you trying to get on a worship team of any kind? No, but I'd like to be on one. Here? Probably, yeah. I say that you talk to this guy behind you, and you talk to, I don't know who the lady is who plays the guitar. Yeah. You, If you want to come sing with us tonight, Go you can. I'm, yeah. I'm open to it. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing about worship music. And just bands in general, because this is a subject we know a lot about. Yeah. You will gain a thousand percent more skill by like hanging out with a worship team for like four Sundays. Going and playing with people, like you learn so much more than trying to play by yourself. This leading stuff I've done, this leading stuff I've done, I didn't learn that in college. I learned like (laughs) 15 years ago, my pastor was like calling, uh, fill fill it in somewhere. And I was just like. Yeah, seek out the the jam session. I mean, that's so cool. So to be a part of. If if that is your dream, I'd say get very much involved. All right, Zach and Trey are here now. Pass it on down. Sorry guys, you're involved. Zach, what do you want to do when you grow out of high school? Grow out of high school. I, I won't <laughs> say your ability until you when you grow up because you guys are kind of grown up. So yeah. I will say, what do you want to do with your life? What do you? What's your career? Well, path? the goal is to go to for, to go to school for as little amount of time and then make as much money as possible afterwards. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he knows what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> that is the trick. <laughs> that doesn't often uh, come to fruition, but if you can get there. I'm going to go to trade school for six months to become an electrician. And then in Kentucky, make a medium of like 54000 annual. So like that's the current goal, yeah. Well, there you go. Do you, do you remember my description before being like, hey, if you know exactly what you want, you can go for it? Yeah. That's what I was describing. I'm, I'm a simple yeah, man. It's not, not everybody needs four years of college. <laughs> my, my dad uh, went to uh, like a trade school and learned to be an electrician. He supported our family back in the 90s. I'll tell you, it's... Um, uh, it's needed. I mean, if... Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, what do you call that? Um, uh, uh, labor isk. But, uh, he would just, but not everybody can do it. He would line houses with like outlets. He would uh, repair like highway lights and stuff like that. They call it on night and day. And he did great. You come home with junk on oil and, uh, you know, (laughs) tape over his fingers from cuts and stuff like that. But he made a killing. So I'd say more power to you. What about you? Make sure you stay grounded. (laughs) Ah! More ways than one. All right, Trey. What do you think, bud? Uh, I'm not entirely sure what I want to do afterwards, but I have a few thoughts. Yeah. I've always enjoyed, like, the scenery in video games, so I'd like to try and go into something with that. And if not, 
with like the video game design, try and become something like a zoo veterinarian, work with all the kind of animals that I would never get to see. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Um, in Florida, there's a place called Bush Wildlife Sanctuary, and they allow <laughs> you to just have like uh, volunteers come. Yeah. And for a time, my brother got to hang out with like, fl- they call them Florida Panthers, but they literally look like female lions. They're like as big as those. And he got to just like clean their pen and like feed them and hang out with them and stuff. I'll tell you, there's a lot of programs out there, especially in uh, Lexington and Louisville area that allow you to just like work with animals all the time. So if you're, I'm no expert, but I'm just yeah. saying. If that's your passion. Okay, so we, we've asked everybody what they want to do. Okay. So now the second part of that question yes. is, have you all thought through ever, like, how God can use you in that specific field? And I think that's really interesting. Um, I really like that we had a couple different people who want to go into something creative, because that's what, something that me and you have a lot of experience with. But I want to hear right. kind of about everybody. Like, have you thought about, you know, why God has called you to be an electrician, a video game designer, a nurse, a singer, you know. Uh, I know it might seem weird to think, like, how can an electrician, like, reach the lost wall being an electrician? But um, there's going to come a time when you're on a construction site or something and a guy says that his kid is sick and doesn't know what he's going to do. And there's your opportunity. I, I'm not right, trying to right. say, but, it you know. Happens, yeah. Yeah. So have any of you had, like, any of those thoughts before, like, hmm, like, like how's God going to use me, like, in this field of work that I'm thinking about going into? Any so, thoughts? So, Trey, you're already, you're already talking about doing stuff with animals. Video game design as well, which is fine. You know, there's, there's got to be a few Christian video games out there. But, uh, <laughs> hey, have you, do you guys know who Angry Video Game Nerd is? Yes. Yeah. All right, so he's done a few Christian-like <laughs> NES game episodes yeah. that are great. Yeah. It's like a Noah's Ark where you just, like, pelt animals with rocks. That doesn't necessarily have to be a Christian video I know. game. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm I think that there are Christians in that field that are, yeah. like, making a difference just in their lives. Yeah. But, like, okay, so if anybody has any ideas of how they can use that field... And still proclaim, grab that mic. What do you think, Carter? Oh, watch it. What do you think, man? Okay, it was with me, why, the reason why I like art is because, you know, I just get to express myself. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, there's really no limits because it's, you know, up to you what you're going to create. Yeah. So, yeah. and me, you know, I try to flex or anything, but, you know, <laughs> if I have time, I can pretty much draw anything that I'd want to. But when I draw, I like to whoa, make... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you trying to flex right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, I mean, when I draw most of the time, I usually draw something for someone or for some particular reason. So, like, I like to, you know, put a smile on someone's face with my art. Awesome. So, yeah. So, um, let me ask you this. You ever thought about drawing... I don't know. Um, and, and it's fine if you haven't, but um, if you ever thought about maybe like taking a cool Bible verse and like putting that down on paper in like a cool abstract way, like uh, yes. sometimes my wife will do like, this is going to sound dark, but I think my wife does like dark, like, uh, you know, like um, the enemy is like attacking her and she's like mm-hmm. safe. And uh, I'm not very good at abstract art. I promise yeah. you. I've taken a class up there. The they said do tension. Like, and I just made like a rock and some string and 
I remember like, see, that. it's tension. You got, like, bad grades in the art class for not being artsy. I didn't understand. <laughs> he was like, show weight. And I was like, okay, okay here's a like dumbbell. A there's, like, a net, and there's, like, a big dumbbell falling through. And he's like... 500 pounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, write it on there. Like, it's weight. So, well, I, I guess I was just, you know, yeah. that's an example. Any, anybody else? How I said that nursery, and I've considered going into missionary with it, but... Like, I can even help people. Just the job I always wanted is just a job that I can help people with. Cause, uh-huh. So nursing, midwifery, and just anything I can basically help someone with. And then just, like, say there's a mother and she's scared of something, you can just pray with her. Or if there's someone who just lost a child during just something that happens because things happen, you can just be there and help them through it. You can... Tell them you pray for them, and that just brings comfort to a lot of people. Absolutely, what Lena. a cool witness that would be, too. I mean, mission work. I'll just say before Lena goes on mission work, they don't like there are places in the world where you don't have things that we take for granted. They don't have yeah. a hospital around the corner, they don't have uh, running water. And so, a lot of times, when people go on missions and they're going to help somebody, like in Ronkeet, Haiti, what we've done uh, several years back. Um, mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, we just need to help. We need help building houses out of like bricks and stuff. Like when you get to that point, you know, it's like a person who knows yeah. anything about the medical field is like a necessity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, we're actually having um, the president of CFI and his wife, Shannon and Kevin, on oh, yeah. in a couple weeks. So we're going to interview them. If you guys are familiar with that, it's um, their Haiti mission they, that uh, you guys get to be a part of this summer. So. They were in church. They were? Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they're really cool. Um, we're excited to have them. Lena, what do you think? Um, How can you use your profession to witness? Well, singing, it it doesn't have to be like worship, but if it is worship, people learn a lot through like hearing gospel music. It's yeah. like they feel stuff. Yeah, they do. You know what they feel? The Holy Spirit. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's um I, I will say that worship is is a transcendent thing. I might be a little biased because I'm a worship guy, but um when you when you get to a place when you can just uh let the Holy Spirit take over, it's awesome. And it's something that's necessary for the church. I mean, we're like called to do it. Yeah. In the Psalms. Yeah. So there you go. All right, so um Zach, why don't you tell them a little bit about um your background and how you got yeah. into ministry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like this guy, we met in college because we were both broadcasting majors and we both wound up going to the same uh, little small church that was meeting right on campus at the Wesley Foundation. And we both got involved in the worship team. It's how we met Ken as well. Yeah. It's also how we met Ken. So big um, connection there. But, uh, I think career wise, if we're just strictly talking about that, um, I was a broadcasting major and I left college and I tried to get a job in like film or TV. And I actually, uh, got to help out on a few independent film projects. I went to Cincinnati for a while and, um, I offered my labor for free, um, on a number of things. It won't be the first time we've done that. Right. Yeah. So, um, I was what's called a grip, which is basically a guy who like carries lights and light stands around. Um, I got to do a little bit of electrician stuff, uh, just cause like they needed a warm body there to like wire some things up. I don't think uh, I was completely safe all the time, <laughs> but they're like, are you wearing rubber shoes? 
I think so. Okay, come here. P- patch this into this. I'm like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but mostly, you know, carrying heavy things off a truck or whatever. But that did just not ever really pan out into the full-time, like, career kind of job uh, that I wanted. So I didn't know what to do. I came back to Richmond, and I worked at Soft Shoe, local shoe store, for a couple years. Um, and all the while, I was kind of doing music and stuff at Northridge Church. And I just kind of over time realized that that's kind of what God was calling me to. So I've been doing uh, worship ministry and um, working with like worship bands and worship teams. And I still do that. And I'm going to seminary now to get a Master of Divinity degree. And we'll see what God calls me to from there. (laughs) And you also have a podcast. And I have a podcast now. So that just kind of (laughs) happened. Pretty much all that Zach said, except for the um, going off and trying to be a film guy. Uh, I had similar experience. I was trying to be a classical guitar major, and then I got a crazy disease called Lou Gehrig's disease, or ALS. You guys familiar with that? Ice bucket challenge? So the life expectancy is not so great on that, but um, I was doing classical guitar at the time when I had this happen, and my hand stopped working. This left hand stopped working, like I couldn't even push the strings in. And I was like, well... Um, this stinks. I guess my career as a guitar player is over. And I just went headfirst into broadcasting and met Zach. Um, but the crazy witness or the, the story of that is the second I got involved in church and started getting involved in worship music, my hands started working a little bit at a time. Um, I went to the doctor and he's like, oh, it must have went into remission or something. We don't know. But we're happy it's happening. Great. Unexplained. As far as medical science. Yeah. And so all this time later, I didn't pass away. And uh, I had done like ALS walks and I thought like my day is coming. And um, when God redeemed that whole situation for me, he put me in a position where I could be a worship leader instead of just like a virtuoso, awesome guitar player. And, And to me, it was a message of saying, here's your plan. And then here was my plan. And here's how I've like redeemed your skill for like my purpose. And so take that as you will. But when I went back to the doctor a few years ago, he was like, oh, I didn't expect to see you. <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> and so he gave me this thing about how my records it said I was like, go, like I was like in a, a certain uh, lifespan. And um, essentially what I'm trying to explain is they that they never figured that out, did they? They never they never yeah. figured it out. And so here's what I'll say. Going back to the subject matter at hand, for those who just came in, we talked earlier about what it means to be planted in the house of the Lord, uh, because our podcast is called the House Plants Podcast. And what happens when you're planted in the house of the Lord, meaning when you are jumping headfirst and kind of being submissive to what God has for your life, then amazing things like that happen. It's a fact. I'm sorry. I know it seems like speculative, like it could have been a thing. I've seen... Too many things to think anything else. And I've read too much scripture to believe anything else. So here's what I'll tell you. Whenever you guys get to that point, when you start deciding your careers, take a minute and think about what it means and how God can use you in your career to like fulfill um, his dream for the kingdom. 
So there you go. Yeah, buddy. That that is my small amount of preaching. I don't <laughs> preach hardly ever on the podcast. We always say like we're not authoritative or anything. That's true. Really we are just two guys who are just figuring things out. So we we are learning just as much as you guys are. We're only ten years ahead. I I would assume. Oh wait, <laughs> is it tacky to ask how old everybody is? Is sixteen the average? No. Yeah. Kind of average, I think yeah. you'll bring down the curve, but... What are you, like, 14, 15? Seven. <laughs> I'm seven. Oh, I thought you said bring down the curve. Yeah. Okay. A few people bring down the curve. But, um, so, okay, what I'm, what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. essentially, is that though we, though we may have a few extra years on you guys, we don't have everything figured out either. And so the best place to start is to just get that firm foundation with the Lord and then ask Him, like, what's best for my life? How can you lead me into that good job? Like... There's been times when I've not had any money and I just say, God, we need some money right now. Whatever your will is, let it happen. And we trust you. And then suddenly we got some money in the bank. So, but I don't, I mean, you got That's a great plan. That's why we say be planted. <laughs> be planted, man. Be planted in the house of the Lord. That's the one message we'll say to you all. All right. So we're going to do a fun little worship piece song now. I said amen. You were still playing. Amen. Jeez, this guy. Nice. All right, so let me ask. What's up? Two minutes? Oh, uh, I thought you were saying uh, two more hours. Is that okay? Can we go for two more hours? What do you think, Trey? Can we go for... Trey, thank you so much, man. Trey says it's okay. All right? I know two hours. I just got you. We will ask just a few last-minute things. Um... Because we have to cut out a few songs, we might want to try and go a few minutes over. That's fine. But I mean, if people have to leave, that's completely fine. Um, yeah, we got we did do at least one hymn, right? We did do at least one. We did, we did do "Be Thou My Vision." We'll do "I Stand Amazed" at the end after everything, if you guys okay. want. But um, let me ask one last thing, and then we'll call it a night because uh, a podcast. Every podcast is about an hour. So here's what I'll say. How can you guys plant seeds? Um, let's let's let me just make that our last thing. We're talking about being planted in the house of the Lord. You guys obviously are. We're all talking about what it means to be um, used as as the instruments of God in the world, in your high school, in college, in your job. Um, but let me ask you this: How can you guys, as being already house plants, how can you continually plant more seeds? Does anybody have any insight on that? And what I mean by that is getting somebody else to understand the kingdom of God. Yes, Zach. Let's hear about it. Go for it, Zach. Um, I try a lot to like, just be a very like kind and fun person to be around. Someone you would be honest to and just talk to about what's going on with the life, be it good or bad. I prefer the good, but I'll listen to the bad too. Um, It's like, I, there's people like just really enjoy being around me. Just like how I act around them and stuff. And I enjoy being around you, Zach. I've only met you like five minutes you. ago. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I just I, I like to be someone that people can just kind of be around. And if like on Sundays I'll be hanging out with like a friend during the afternoon, and if they're still with me, I'll like take them to youth with me. And so I'm gonna bring a few people like about Trey, and uh, I have a friend that I was gonna bring today, but he couldn't come. <laughs> no choice. Uh, Listen, I will tell you this right right here. This is almost exactly my strategy that I think that people outside the realm of what it means to be a Christian, like, uh, you know, and I'm not talking about atheists. I'm just talking about kids who just don't go to church or anything. 
um, they may already have this perfectly orchestrated idea about what a Christian is based on anything they've seen in the media or whatever. And then that becomes their image of it. And I think it's up to us to not only show that we're nice and normal, but to like be somebody you would actually want to hang out with, not like a dweeb or a, a, a judgmental person, like all the things that they think Christians are. And so I think you nailed it right on the head that trust somebody that they know they can at least come and talk to about stuff. I've had people who have come to Christ just because they thought I need to ask Colin a bunch of questions. And I, uh, like I had a guy ask me, do you think I'm going to hell? And I was like, uh, no, I don't think God wants you to, <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but the fact that he even asked me, right? So kudos to you, Zach, anybody else? What's a way that you can, you can plant some seeds I'm calling somebody. God's like school. All right, Noel. Let's go. How can um, you plant seeds, Noel? What's a what's a good way? Um, I mean, you can. Ah, or a hoe. <laughs> Not the weird one. The the actual gardening tool. Go ahead. Um, I mean. Like Zach said, he brings his friends here. Uh, and I guess that you could also, you know, you could bring more friends here that are, or that don't know Jesus or God or any anything about the church. And they can come and learn about it in a more, like, uh, soft environment. This is kind of yeah. just games and all this other kind of stuff. Hang, hang out and play video games with, with a guy after school and then while they're there just be like, hey man, by the way, I have I have youth group on Wednesday night. A lot of my friends go there. You want to come hang out? Me and Ken and Zach all talked about this in episode seven of our podcast that it's so easy to just invite people to hang out. But I mean, I understand it's easier for me. I'm an introvert, uh, extroverted person. I think I guess Zach is a little more extroverted as well. Um, but it doesn't take much to be like, I'm not doing anything tonight. Uh, you want to come this thing with me? Thank you, Noel. I appreciate that. Catherine, what do you got? Well, it's like when like your friends ask you like if you can pray for them, that kind of stuff. Maybe be like, yeah, I can pray for you, but also we can pray together and tell them that they can that you can just pray with them and have them actually be there instead of when you go home or when you're actually with your youth group, you praying for them. You can be like, I can pray with you and show you how to do it so that. Anytime you need to pray for someone, you can have my prayer, but you can also have your own prayer because God will listen to you too. I like it. Awesome. I think we're about at time, aren't we? Ken, do you want to come over here, grab that mic and pray us out? And then we'll do, and I stand amazed kind of as people are leaving. That sounds good. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's pray. Well, God, you are amazing because you find ways to do things that um, are just outside the box. And I just want to thank you for an incredible night tonight just to, to do something where we can just kind of share and think about things that we haven't thought about already or maybe not put into words yet. But as we listen to one another, we're inspired by one another. And, uh, Lord, we find out that's you. I want to thank you for Colin and Zach and coming all the way down here and, and ask, Lord, that you just continue to plant us in your house because that's where we really grow. Thank you, Lord. We love you right back. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks for coming, guys. Thank you so much, guys. Wait a minute before you guys go.
guys like if we could bring Zach and Colin down here on a Sunday morning because we turns out we've got some funds set aside. Bring them down on a Sunday morning if they work with us and we work up some of this music you did tonight or maybe some other stuff you want to do. And you guys need music in church. Let's think about that. I like it. Lena's Lena's nodding. There's safety in numbers. I hear good voices out there. I hear you guys singing. No, I do. Talent and talent recognize talent. What do y'all think? Think about that. Now that's a real possibility, okay? Love you guys. God bless. Have a good night. Thank you for being a part of the podcast.
Check us out on Patreon, Facebook, and everywhere else. Yeah, please. Check us out on social media. Download our episodes, Houseplants Podcast. We are everywhere. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.